Welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I'm Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crash, my pronouns are they, them. And this is time for our second recording of the day. Woo! I've got water this time. <laughs> nice. Um, I've taken off Frogger from our list, and now we have 19 things remaining, and I don't want to just refill it right now. That's so, fair. Let me just roll. Okay. How about number nine? That would be one, two, three, four. No, oh, it's the one you just added earlier. Which one? Transformer. Oh. <laughs> nice. Um, okay. Written that down. Pulling up my phone. Okay. Timer set. Uh ready. Go. So the only thing I need about right now is how there's like screenshots of that Transformers Pokemon Go. <laughs> that may or may not be really happening. Right, right. Oh, I think it has a name. Yep, okay. Transformers Heavy Metal is the name of it. Okay. It has entered soft launch and the beta is available to test in New Zealand and the Philippines. <laughs> That's a bad name for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> um, I don't have that many Transformers thoughts, is the thing about me. Yeah, I, so I had the toys, specifically the um, Beast Wars toys when I was a kid, and I remember some of that show, mostly just like that I watched it, I don't remember much about it past that, but um, yeah, like I like some of the new stuff they've been doing, like the IDW stuff seems really cool, I just like haven't had the time to, you know, get into reading all of that. Yeah, they gave the Transformers gender. Mm-hmm. That's neat. Yeah. I have uh, sent an emergency message to our Transformers correspondent, Lava. <laughs> Thank you. Let's see if they get back to me in the next 30 minutes. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What do I know? I know about Transformers Armada. I know they had the Minicons, mm-hmm. which were like human-sized robots that could turn into yeah. small things, and if you put them on a bigger robot, it would unlock power. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know about Transformers the movie, starring uh, Weird Al Yankovic's um, Dare to be Stupid. That's in there. Uh-huh. Um, the, the, the Dinobots are there. I almost forgot that their names were Dinovaz, and I almost called them the Dinotrons, <laughs> which is not correct. Uh, Lava sent me a message that says Grand Theft Auto style game, question mark, question mark, which, okay. So they did make one of those. I played that. Uh, it was on the DS, uh, and you played as a new as a new character, and either the Autobots or the Decepticons, depending on the version that you bought. Mm. Um... And you could like scan vehicles to unlock a new transformation abilities because these are based on the Michael uh, the Michael Bay Transformers movie. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we could try to do something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, that could be fun. Um... Oh, okay. Lava's given me a second idea. Okay. A puzzle game where, like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? But you have to figure out where a certain MacGuffin is in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that would be fun. I don't know if there's that much like mystery solving in Transformers, though. 
Hmm. It's a neat idea. Hmm. Shoutouts to Lava. At Lava yeah. on Twitter. They don't use Twitter. But they have one. <laughs> um, oh, I feel like I had an idea, but I've lost it. I like the idea of when you when do you there's like an RPG version or uh well it's got like RPG stuff of like of stat trees and stuff. Uh huh. Um, of like a franchise where there's like all right, you're just a new character in this world now. Um, cause like they made that X Men game, I think for the Connect. Mm. Where you made your own X-Men. Yeah. And you could equip different mutant powers. <laughs> I never played that, but I was always interested in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I... I don't remember that. But also, like, I didn't have the Kinect much on my radar, so that's I only had it why. on my radar because it was a, a game where you played as a created character. Mm-hmm. X-Men Destiny, that was the name of it. Mm. It uh, did not have a Kinect thing. And it was also released on the DS and Wii and all that. Nice. Um, so, I don't know, what, how do we want to do this? Uh, like, Which flavor of Transformer are we thinking? I'm thinking definitely not movies. Okay. Actually, this reminds me. There was recently a discussion about Transformers in the Corner Podcast Discord. Um, mm. Corner Podcast Discord has to do with um, what we talked about last last episode with Nerif, because you know, they're part of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, they were talking about uh, a couple people in there, Jenna and Rem, um, who I sort of know. Uh, were like. Because they're talking about the, how there's a new My Little Pony series coming out. The new gen mm-hmm. next uh, season of that is going to have like basically entirely new characters. Um, and they were, Jenna was like, "I'm a little jealous to see that they're getting a show with a new cast and Transformers. Every time there's a new show, it's always just Optimus Prime in the gang." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what if we do something that's not Optimus Prime in the gang? Okay. So are we doing vehicles? Are we doing animals? What's our what's the theme? I think we should still do vehicles. Okay. Um because I don't know anything about um I almost called it Beast Morphers, but no, that's Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to stop myself from saying that earlier. <laughs> was it just called Beast Wars? I thought it was just Beast Wars. I think it might have just been called Beast Wars. But that just feels wrong to me. Yeah, no, it is Beast Wars. I know it was Optimus Primal. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> okay, what if this is set in a different time on Earth? Um, so that way, it... Mm. But when? Mm-hmm. Because, like, it, it... Theoretically, it depends on, like, how you view Transformers the real of like do you view it as okay Transformers came down in the 80s because that was when the first show came out or right. do you always view it as the Transformers came down in the modern era because it's the modern era mm-hmm. and like every time they make a new show of course it's like alright well they're here during the modern era although sometimes they're like we've been here forever but now there's a human kid that knows about us Right, right. I don't know, I kind of, I, I think I am 
generally a big fan of like they came down in the modern era but also like what if this is like a, a timeline where like optimus prime came down in the the modern era but there was like another earlier crew that came down like maybe in the 80s yeah so that's like, the reason i was asking it's like i wanted to say the 80s but i was like but i mean hmm. it depends on if you think optimus prime was there in the 80s yeah so maybe we're what just if, saying that we could do the reverse Mm, okay where optimus prime and the crew did come down in the 80s and that way we can still have references to them mm. but like this is like um transformers the the next generation this is new transformers right <laughs> i i meant to say that in like it's a in a way to um invoke new mutants but <laughs> you kind of can't do that <laughs> See, I was just thinking Star Trek Next Generation. Um, okay, so let's say you are playing as the soon-to-be new leader. I don't think you're the current leader. I think for like the tutorial mission, you're just like a second-in-command, if that. But something happens, mm-hmm. and the current leader um, has to tra- pass on the, the matrix of leadership or whatever to you. Yeah. Then you become whatever your character's name is, Prime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you you remember how they just named a character Rodimus Prime yeah <laughs> anyways um, so I guess maybe it's like a case of you pick between three character types instead of like picking different vehicles mm-hmm. so there's like flying type there is like fast small vehicle type and there is heavy vehicle type yeah yeah Maybe it's like um like a street bike versus uh like at a f- not literally branded this, but I think this is what my brain goes to for like this style of trek, but like a Ford F one fifty. Oh see, I was thinking bigger. I was oh. thinking like literally just Optimus Prime eighteen wielder. Wielder? Yeah. Wielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what are other vehicles that are that scale? Because, like, the other heavy vehicle I can think of is in Armada, one of the uh, the Decepticons was a literal tank. <laughs> um... Let me just Google big vehicles. See, now my brain is only thinking of farming equipment. Images for big vehicles. What if, it, oh, I mean, it could be, like, construction equipment. It could be construction equipment. It could be, like, a fucking crane. Or, like, a like a big dump truck. Yeah. Seeing lots of good pictures of Big Dump Truck. Mmm. Big Dump Truck can be so fucking big, is the thing. Yeah. Here's a picture of Big Dump Truck with a, with a human for scale. Yeah. That's good. Alright, so we have Big Dump Truck, um, either sports bike or sports car. I feel mm. like sports bike might be a little too small. Okay, yeah. So we'll do like a sports car, like a Jazz, who's a Porsche. Mm. At least in the in the Michael Bay movie, I think they made him a Porsche 911. Yeah, but like something along like a sportier car like that. Um, and then, um, for flying type, maybe uh the option is like a news helicopter. Yeah, or like a fire helicopter. You know, with like the little bucket. Mm. I like that because that's also very heroic. Um, sorry, I've I've found something very very appealing to see. Good, it's a very picture good. of a of a semi truck, but with a monster truck setup. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the the vehicle itself is called Big Pete. <laughs> okay, um, I think the Decepticons are led by an elderly Starscream. Mm-hmm. He, he finally got control and he is never going to give it up. Are you kidding him? He's just... Yeah, yeah. You will literally have to pry it from his cold, dead hands. <laughs> um... Let's see. Uh, maybe, like, maybe like a sport bike character can be like one of the other members of your squad. Mm-hmm. What's the gameplay like? Um, I mean, I I am kind of like picturing this as kind of like a little GTA like or like um Saints Row ish, <laughs> but instead of like stealing the vehicle, you are the vehicle. Yeah, I I'm just trying to like imagine like what the the moment to moment gameplay of that is because like also there's a lot of Transformers fights that are just like in the middle of a desert, you know. Hmm. I was actually thinking tactics, um, mm. which I know we normally say, but I want to specifically think about XCOM tactics. Yeah, like yeah, modern yeah, yeah. XCOM. It has like a certain like visual style um, that I feel like would mesh okay with a certain flavor of Transformer. Hmm. Um, plus, then you still get to play in the squad space, which is uh, important to, I think, the Transformers franchise. Mm-hmm. Because, like, yeah. even every version of Transformers I can think of has, like, a trio of characters that you should know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't always remember who they are, but, like, I know in um, Transformers Armada, aside from Optimus Prime, there's also uh, Hot Shot. Not Hot Rod, Hot Shot. Um, and an Ambulance. Of some kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but I, maybe maybe it is, like, a, a combination of, like, open world, but when you get to, like, a certain area, it'll, like, switch into, like, over-the-shoulder, like, a Mario plus Rabbids view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the visual I got of, like, the transition from, like, overworld exploration to combat was like the screen shattering like Final Fantasy X and you just hear Optimus Prime's voice go Autobots roll out as battle starts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As funny as that would be, that would get very annoying very quickly, I feel like. I, I think maybe like the like like um narrator voice is Optimus Prime, because I think maybe his voice exists within like the the matrix of leadership. Mm-hmm. And that way we get to have that iconic voice in the game. Yeah. And also, that's very similar to the voice that's already in XCOM. Mm-hmm. The one that goes, Commander. <laughs> Is it the same guy, actually? Hold on. I think there's actually an easier way for me to look this up. And that is to look up Optimus Prime voice. Peter Cullen. On a TV. No, yeah, not in XCOM. Okay. Is in a game called Crystal Crisis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that um puzzle game that's got um the person from oh what's the name of the Cave Story in it, and like also Astro Boy. It looks like, huh? Yeah, it was like an indie thing inspired by Super Puzzle Fighter Two Turbo. He did the voice of Eeyore on the Winnie the Pooh ride. Somehow, I feel like I knew that. And well, I don't he, know yeah, he is just the voice of Eeyore. I that's that's also true. Eeyore and Optimus Prime are the same. Consider. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Was he in the, um, he was in the original Voltron, so I wonder if he was in the, I'm not seeing it in the new Voltron. Anyways. Um, okay, so what's, like, the plot? Um, maybe you're just, Are you like, still looking for the AllSpark? Uh, I feel like, yeah. Okay. Um, and but, like, maybe, like, your search for the AllSpark brought you to, like, this city it's not like <laughs> i i kind of almost picture it as like wait i kind of almost picture the city kind of being like salt lake where it's like it's a big city but it's like i don't know it's like still kind of spread out it's not super cramped i think and like what if it was vegas <laughs> yeah just fucking be a news helicopter flying around the vegas strip yeah because that means there's also plenty of desert uh, um, there's plenty of like abandoned nuclear waste. There's mm. yeah, there's plenty of stuff. Hmm. Oh, maybe there's like mutated monsters that show up at some point. Yeah. So to break it up from not just fighting more robots. Yep. I like that. I like that a lot. Um. Uh, we didn't really get a chance to talk about any of the side characters because we, you know, this is a lightning episode. Mm. Um. But is. I want there to be a, a new Starscream type character who's ready to just fuck up old Starscream at a moment's notice. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe that's, like, the newer, like, re reassembly for, like, Megatron. <laughs> I don't want to bring in, like, that kind of legacy to it. I feel like okay, that's a little okay. too much. Got um, but I like playing with the tropes of characters like that. Um, yeah. Um, but maybe this one's like uh like a stealth submarine or something. If not like that, or like like a straight up stealth bomber, like one of those flat wide planes. Yeah. Alright, yeah. um you just need the last we just need a name. Um Transformers. Um I'm Trying to think of like Vegas stereotypes. Mm-hmm. But like also, Transformers? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I've gotten so far is, like, search for the spark, which I feel like is so easy that it must have been taken already. Right. Yeah, that sounds extremely familiar. Hmm. The only thing I can think of to bring the... I, the only thing I can think of at all is just putting the word spark in it somewhere. Um, and Lucky Spark just doesn't feel right if you wanted to have yeah. it Vegasy. Yeah, I was thinking like Transformers Sunset Spark, but I'm just like, mm, that's that's nothing to me. <laughs> Let me just Google search for the Spark and see if that's a thing. And if not, then I'm gonna use it. Hmm. Uh, something called Search for the or the Quest for the All Spark. It looks like there was a um uh an achievement in one of the games or a quest in one of the games called In Search of the Spark. Mm. But that's not really the thing. I don't think right. it has been used. Mm hmm. Alright, we're using it. Um so this time as Transformers Search for the Spark, as the leader of a new age of Autobots, you are in charge of the ongoing race to find the AllSpark before the Decepticons. This time the search has brought you to Las Vegas, Nevada, and the surrounding areas where you can explore the open world before diving into XCOM-style tactical combat. Nice. We did it. We done it. 
We done, we done did it. And now, it's time to talk about Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, when we last left off, we had arrived back at Baron after Sid uh, did a dramatic sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And as you walk around um, the castle, um, everybody... Oh, also, if you walk around the town, everybody's sort of like, Hey, go fuck up Golbez in revenge for our king, and also maybe you should be king now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I was on IGN earlier looking at side quests, and apparently this is like the breadcrumb that leads into a side quest later on. Well, I did find another breadcrumb that leads to another thing, I think, of uh, someone being like, hey, I've heard... Um, I feel like I keep hearing the king's voice from, like, somewhere below. Is that weird? Mm -hmm. I think that might be weird. Mm -hmm. And if, if you yeah. go look around, um, there's a part of the castle that you couldn't go to before because it was blocked off by a mysterious force. Yeah. Um, but if you go there now, you'll find another version of uh, a complete replica of the fucking throne. Um, and yep. when you go there, there's a ghost of the king, and the king is like, hey, Cecil. If you once you go to the Fey Rune or whatever and come back, I keep calling it the. I don't know what it's called. Is it called the Fey Rune? The what? The the land of Eidolons. Oh no, it's just called the. Uh, I think it's just called like the land of summons or something like that. It has like a name, at least in the version I'm playing. It might, yeah. In the GBA version, uh, uh it does not. The Fey March. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, he's like, once you go to the Fey March, um, and then come back, I'll be able to help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty, uh, I, I think it's a pretty cool, like, thing to do later. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sorry, my brain stopped for a second. Um, basically, uh, as you're walking around, eventually you'll find the other people who work on the airships, and they're like, oh, hey, yeah, Sid told us, uh, when you came back, we need to stick this arm on it. Mm. Um, and you stick the arm on, they stick the arm on it, and when you try to tell them about it, he's like, yeah, I bet he's probably busy doing something. Anyways, <laughs> mm. off you go. Uh, with this, you'll be able to go pick up your hovercraft and maybe explore other places, like that, uh, that cave that's down by that other town that you've been to. Mm-hmm. And so you do that. You take the um, you, you take the the airship to go get the hovercraft to go towards uh Elban, I think. Yeah. And then if you take the uh, that was the place that I explored, I think, and picked up some stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's the decrepit castle. Yes. Um, previously mentioned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get jumped if you look in the treasure chests too much. But otherwise, there's no monsters there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, uh, you, you, uh, take your hovercraft over to a cave, and when you go in the cave, uh, you go down through a bit, uh, fight some monsters, and eventually you get to a, uh, a area that has been turned into sort of like an underground town with all of the survivors from, uh, Elbon. Mm hmm And everybody's like, hey, um, our prince sort of went after Rubiconte because he fucked up our entire town. Yeah. Uh, and also his parents, the king and queen. Mm -hmm. Uh and so you go. Yep. Uh after him. And as you 
Uh, it's more fighting monsters until you get up to where he is, uh, and you see him facing off with Rubicante. And he's like, all right, fine, fight me. Uh, and then Edge tries to use his flame ninja tube, but it doesn't really do anything. Uh, <laughs> and he just gets stomped by Rubicante. Yep. Like, absolutely clowned. And he's like, come back when you're a little mm, better. And leaves. Yeah. Yeah, Rubicante is interesting in that, like, he's very, like, he's a very fair fighter. This will come up later, too. He's like, but like, essentially, he's like, (laughs) your fire was not going to hurt me with my flame cloak. Not even blizzards can hurt me. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so you walk up to him because he's just like dead on the ground. And you're like, "Uh, hey, are you okay?" And he's like. Yeah, hi, I'm Edge, I'm a teen, and I think girls are cute. Okay, so when I played for the first time around, I did not like Edge at all. And I, I think, still think he's questionable. Well, okay, I think I have softened on him, because I, I don't think I realized he was supposed to be like, you know, like a teen prince. Like, an, you know, like, maybe like 18, 19, like, just kind of a doesn't know shit about shit kind of dude. I thought he was grown grown acting like that at first. (laughs) No, he is like, he is younger than Edward, I think. I don't know how Mm -hmm. old he's supposed to be, but he definitely acts younger than Edward. Yeah. Actually, let's see if there's a canonical age for him. Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely sure there is. Uh, 26. (laughs) How old is Edward? I just suddenly got big deja vu. Hmm. Edward Chris von Muir is 24. Okay. Edward is younger and is definitely a much more mature human. Yeah. Also, like, they both have very different responses to, um, just their life going to hell. Yeah. Because, like, Edward is very much like, I'm gonna have a depressive episode and I also will need to rest after this. And Edward's like, no, I will go punch Edge. This, or sorry, Edge. Edge is like, I will go punch this robed fire wizard who likes to stick his leggy out. And, and... also, I'm going to hit on all of the members of your party that are girl, <laughs> um, including Rydia, who I don't know how, how old is Rydia supposed to be after the time skip, after the Rydia specific time skip. Nineteen. Well, it just says her age. Um, chronologically. Okay. Which is seven. <laughs> okay. Edge you canceled on Twitter.com and in real life. Um, what if I just Googled it? Because I feel like this is a, a thing to Google if for pervs, but I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Um, Rydia age post time skip. Rydia's bio in World of Final Fantasy states that she is 16 years old. But this incarnation of Rydia is different as she is a resident of Grimoire. Okay. Okay. Um, A lot of people are saying she got 10 years older. So, 17? Like, 10-ish. So, that's still... Yeah. It's not as bad, but, like, it's still weird. (laughs) Sorry, Edge, you are cancelled on Twitter.com now. I just don't like you, Edge. I'm sorry. I, I was willing to give you another try, since I'm giving the game another try, but... Like, you have some fucked up shit that you're gonna have to work through here in a second, but, like, 
And, like, you stop flirting with everyone after this scene, but still. Mm-hmm. Well, for the most part. Um, anyways, so, Edge joins your party. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go further in the tunnel. Yeah, the encounters start... Because, like, at first, the encounters are, like, they're just bats. They don't do a lot of damage to you, and they give a good chunk of EXP and money, and I'm just like, okay, this isn't bad. And then you... Once you get after, like, uh... The point where Edge joins your team, it's like, oh no, this is uh, this is starting to get not fun. <laughs> yeah, well, you got a full party again. Yeah, I had to yeah, rearrange game... my my squad. I had Kane in the back row while I only had Cecil uh, in the front. But now that there's two mm. people, I have to put Kane in the front row as well. Yeah, yeah, I've got. I'm doing the three front two back. Ah, uh, I'm doing two front three back. Yeah, because I've got Cecil Kane and Edge in the front row. Edge is too squishy. See, he is, but he... Like, I think... I need to look up what Dancing Daggers gimmick is. Ah. Because I bought a bunch of Dancing Daggers, and I remember... I have not seen the Dancing Dagger. (laughs) you, You pick them up in Mist. Ah. And... They have a gimmick in Ah, okay. Yeah, it's um that's what it is. You can use them to cast the dancing dagger spell, which you just you use it like an item mm-hmm. and it gives you like a long ranged attack from the back row. Okay. Um but Yeah, I've I've I picked up a couple shuriken off the ground and I've had him throw them a couple times and that's been fun. Mm-hmm. And now I have the sleeping blade in my inventory and I'm like, I'm not sure if I'll ever use this, but I'm waiting for a good time for Edge to just whip that at someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so he's joined your party, uh, and you head down the cave. Um Oh, I meant to mention this earlier when we were leaving the Tower of Babel after uh fighting um Legay or whatever. Mm. Uh, I have this thing where all of the monsters when I was trying to leave would just immediately target Rydia in the back row and like kill her half the time. Oh wow! Because she only has like 500 HP um, compared to everybody else who almost has a thousand at this point, if not over a thousand. Mm. Like even Rosa had almost a thousand at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so like every monster was just like, all right, I'm gonna fuck up Rydia. <laughs> But, uh, so this cave that you're in with Edge, doesn't that just, like, lead directly into the Tower of Babel? Yes. Yes, it does. Um, so you're back in the Tower of Babel, um, uh, but you're on the outside, and Edge is like, alright, well, here's how you're gonna get in, and he just walks through the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like, the game actively changes, like, your, uh, overworld sprite to be Edge, because you can just cycle through them at any time. Uh, so that way Edge can walk through the wall. Hmm. Um... And so you go around, you you pick up uh, chests and stuff like that, um, and you just keep going in a direction because there's only the one direction you can go. Mm-hmm. As far as like progression is concerned, um, and eventually you get to this uh, area that I guess like on the other side is the crystal room. I don't know where this is in the tower or why it's important, but you get there, um, and something stops you from going forward. It's a monsters, mm-hmm. but actually, oh, sorry, no. First, they appear as the, uh, the the they look like the king and queen because they are the king and queen, right? Um, and Edge is like, oh, hey, you're alive, 
Um, and then they turn into monsters and uh, are forced to fight you. Um, and this is one of those fights where there's a cutscene that sort of plays throughout. Um, and like after a certain point, it's like, all right, you have sort of like broken the hold on them, and then they're like, hey, Edge, um, you gotta end us, and you gotta take over, man. Mm. We we can't do this. Um, and it's just like really, really rough. I wish I had any of the di- dialogue written down. Um, but I'm not gonna take notes while playing. <laughs> but Edge just has like a real rough time story-wise here. Um, yeah. But the fight itself isn't particularly hard, is the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, after that, Rubicante shows up and he's like, well... Oh, also, Edge, after having to go through all this emotional turmoil, unlocks more ninjutsu. He went from just having flame to also having flood and blitz. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Rubicante shows up and he's like, alright, hey, you should, what are you doing here? Uh, and then Edge and the party attack him, and you fight Rubicante. Well, first he heals you. He fully heals you. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said before, he's kind of a fair fighter. Yeah. Uh, and so the gimmick here is you want to just, like, blast him with spells, um, while he's got his cape open, but when he closes it, spells will heal him. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, most of my damage was coming from my melee attackers anyways, so... Because, <laughs> like, only Rydia is the one casting spells, and Rydia's spells do, like, half the damage of Kane at any given moment. Right. Uh, and then you beat up Rubicante, and he leaves. Um, he doesn't die, he's just like, alright, I'm out of here, see you later. <laughs> um, and then you have to leave? I don't remember why. So I actually, I hit my time limit before uh, I got to Rubicante and the King and Queen. Ah. <laughs> okay, well the King and Queen is a thing that I was texting you about last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have like another uh, good 30 minutes of time after this, I think. Yeah, no, I, I, was, I did a little bit of wandering and like exploring, so I think I uh lost so i I got behind you a little bit (laughs) i mean honestly stopping here would be a a cleaner stop than where i stopped because like i said i stopped in the middle of a dungeon Mm -hmm. um so i guess we could stop here for our recap you fight rubicante you beat rubicante um also i wanted to mention back in the tower of babel original first run that at that point i had given kane a dwarven axe instead of a spear of until uh, he had that until he got the ice lance in the dungeon Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so fun to just watch Kane whip axes at people because, like, the basic <laughs> melee attack is just him throwing the axe from the back row. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that's just a full-on battle axe, and this dragoon is just whipping them across the screen. Which is funny because um, the next axe you get in the game isn't a tomahawk. Literally, it's not like a throwing axe. It's like a proper axe. I don't think the dwarven axe is a throwing axe either. I'll have to see what it looks like because I do have him equipped with the uh, the ogre killer. Yeah, the ogre killer isn't thrown, but the uh, the first the dwarf. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> and he also just did a lot of damage. Hmm. Um. But but yeah, that's that's the that's the story so far. Yeah, we're like almost halfway done. Yeah. 
I was looking at the the boss list, and I was like, yeah, we don't have much time left. Oh, I remember that I had that video of all of the cutscenes. Let's see, where is that video? Because that's like a almost a little over three hour long video, and we were most of the way through it already. Yeah, like there's still like um, essentially once we get the a couple of airship upgrades from now, we're gonna have a lot of side stuff to do. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Somehow, that despite getting to like the t- two hour fifteen minute mark last time. Mm. Um, we are now only at the two minute and twenty six minute mark. We've only made a progress of like fifteen minutes in this video over this three hour leg. <laughs> Despite like everything up to, <laughs> to be fair, yeah, there's not like a lot of cutscenes that happen. Um, aside from mm. the edge cutscenes in between these two parts. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for the show this week. Oh, you can find it on our. On Twitter at rngg send or at rngg cast, you can send us emails to rnggpodcast at gmail dot com, where you can tell us um, what's your favorite Final Fantasy job. Crash. I am on Twitter at crashingways fourteen. You can find me there talking about whatever I'm doing. Also, my final, my favorite Final Fantasy job is the Spellblade from Final Fantasy V. Mine's Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> Very on brand for both of us. Cassidy, where are you online? You can find me on Twitter at Madlobotanist, that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T, and you can find my website with all of my podcasts and the stuff that I've guested on at madlobotanist.neocities.org, the same as my Twitter handle.neocities.org. I think that's it. Yep. We don't have to roll again because we're uh, we're sort of like, we've already done that. We've already, we still have mm-hmm. to do vocabulary. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's it, I guess. Until next time. Until next time, good luck. Have fun. Have fun.